Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Day is an exciting day. It is time to celebrate. Welcome to episode 100. Wow, I have learned so much these past 99 episodes. In January, it'll be two years since I started this podcast. And looking back on it, it has been interesting because I've learned a lot and I've learned that I know nothing. <laughs> we all think that, yeah, we know stuff in our own lane, but man, there's so much to learn out there and there's so much to be interested in and there's so much available to all of us to live amazing lives. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Leadership Simplified, for sharing it, for commenting on the posts about it, responding to my weekly emails. It means a lot. It means a lot to me. And it means a lot to know that there are several somebodies every week that are gaining just that little tidbit, that little gold nugget that's going to help them advance and to grow in their role as a leader. I'm still learning. Observing in life is amazing. I was at Lowe's the other day. I committed to creating this beautiful space on my back porch. Like, yeah, okay, I'm going to get into the gardening thing. And uh, there was a local gal that had tulips and I bought a hundred bulbs tulip bulbs from her. And I thought, okay, I want at least, you know, 10, a dozen pots, varying sizes. So I was in Lowe's and I was looking at their terracotta and I decided, okay, I'm going to buy these and I am going to spray paint them just a pale gray, more like a cement color. Cause I didn't want the pot conflicting with the flowers <laughs> that I was putting in there. And these are gorgeous, double, pretty pink tulips. So I'm there and I'm looking through these pots, all these different sizes, and so many of them were cracked. And so many of them during the drying process, they were pitted. And so I was struggling to get the number that I needed. I was going through them. And then all of a sudden, one of the associates from Lowe's came and he was muttering away to himself. And he says, I should back up. I was mentioning to him, I said, there's a lot here that are not okay. 
And he goes, oh, well, I've got a, a customer that's screaming because her order's not ready because she arrived sooner than she was supposed to. So she's just going to have to accept whatever it is that I find. And in the back of my head, I'm, I'm going, seriously? That is customer service to you? That's how you respond when nobody's looking? I'm just going to get the pot, the item that was ordered, and be done with it. You can't operate in life that way. And especially as a leader, it was so in my face. And I've continued to think about it. This was on Saturday. It's been several days, but it keeps coming back at me. How are you behaving when people aren't looking? Are you being true to your own values, to your own processes? Or are you taking shortcuts just because nobody's looking? So, yeah. Anyway, that was an interesting tidbit that I just thought I should share. So today, I thought I would kind of go on a bit of a recap, recall of this last 99 episodes. We're not going to go through every single one of them, but some of the things that really resonated with me. And Melissa Hughes, on the first podcast I posted, she's all about gratitude. And something that she shared in that podcast is that gratitude changes your brain. It changes how it actually functions. Negativity kills brain cells. The other thing that she told us is that your brain actually has a bouncer. And this bouncer makes sure that all of the images, sights, sounds that you're processing are in alignment with what you're thinking, where it is that you want to go. Because your brain can't handle all of the input signals. There, there's just not enough bandwidth. So this bouncer is there just pushing everything out. So it's really important that you are thinking about where you want to go and not the failure that just happened. Because if you're thinking about that, then your bouncer is going to let things in that reinforce that. <laughs> so you want your bouncer to let things in that re reinforce the positivity in the direction that you're wanting to go. Episode number four was Candy Motzik. Listening isn't just with your ears. You have to listen by feeling the root. Listen through observation. It's the whole experience that we need to take in as a leader. You want to watch. Watch the interactions that happen in the building. Watch the interactions that happen at the water cooler or in the hall. The dynamics of a meeting. Be aware. That is all part of listening. Situational awareness, I guess, is what it is. And then Claude Silver, she's the chief heart officer from VaynerMedia. She talked about holding space for your people. And essentially what that is, is simply allowing them no, allowing isn't the right word. Inviting them to be themselves, whoever they are, and accepting where they are in their journey and encouraging them in their growth and encouraging them in tasks that are aligned with their skills and their natural abilities. But 
really just welcome them as they are. Ginger Johnson, she uses a, a dinner analogy, inviting people for dinner, having a dinner party, and welcoming people into your sphere. So those that you lead, being hospitable. Think about inviting them over for dinner. You're welcoming them at the door. You're making sure that they don't feel uncomfortable by helping them understand, okay, here's where I'd like you to sit and start engaging them in conversation and having a back and forth. Lila Smith, say things better. <laughs> Words matter. What you say and how you say them matters. And get active with verbs. It's action. Be. To be is an action. Find out words that resonate. Words that help people understand where it is that you are, are looking to go that are including them in the process and inviting them to participate. Then we have Les Ann Brooks from South Africa. Her podcast episode was about rebel leaders. No fear in shaking up the status quo. Curious and intentional about change and progress. It's okay to ask why. <laughs> Invite it. Encourage it. Be that person that helps companies really get clear on where it is they're going and what it is they're doing. And be okay with being that person <laughs> that's going to shake things up a bit. Paul Hari, my dear friend down in uh, West Seattle, when people belong, they feel secure in the knowledge that their team has their back. Belonging is so, so important. People leave jobs because they don't feel like they belong. So it's important that we invite people and we make sure that they understand we are there for them and we will have their back. And our goal is to help them be successful in their role, in their life. Raf Barron, he was great about feedback. And he said, feedback shouldn't be a four-letter word. And feedback should be happening on a regular, frequent basis Really, just in the conversations that we have, that we are giving information and we're taking information on a regular basis. So often there's just this humongous ball of nerves in people's bodies when they think about that word feedback. And it shouldn't be. It's just an exchange of information. And we should all want to have the most information possible in order to do uh, what we need to do. Dahlia Feldheim, uh, she was in Singapore at, at the time we chatted. And what I got from her talk, she says, dare to lead like a girl. And she was ridiculed because she was dubbed emotional. And her invitation, be emotional, be caring, be loving, be kind. All of those beautiful emotions that are inviting people into a place where they can feel confident that they can share their concerns, share their wins, share their losses. Don't be afraid to show emotion. Mary Henderson out of Australia, 
She was unapologetically being yourself. She went through a huge personal trauma. And she basically spent a year trying to put herself back together again. And she did. Just remarkable. But she had to learn how to really embrace who she was herself and not apologize for being who she was. Yes, you do have to have uh, self-awareness and you need to be able to read the room, but that doesn't mean that you have to be less than or different than who you are. Great, great episode. That was episode 39. And then we had Jason uh, Mucci from West Seattle as well. And he talked about care, connection, and contribution, the three C's of leadership. Episode 46, he and I are kindred spirits <laughs> because we were both very, very much on the care and just the support and the nurturing of the people that, that we lead. Colin Henderson, another fellow that used to be in Washington State, but now he's moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Very simple. Thoughts become things. He's a mindset coach. And when we continue to think thoughts, they become reality. So we have to be so careful about what we are telling ourselves, the stories that are going on inside our head, because they have the potential to come to fruition. So we need to be aware that hey, we are in charge and we can choose what we're thinking and we can choose to stop what we're thinking. Yes, easier said than done. I get it. Bottom line is the box stops with you and making good choices about what you're thinking. I've just enjoyed so, so much. Teresa Quinlan, I've had her on a couple of times. Episode 85 was really enlightening. Because she was talking about what behaviors are you hiring for? And when you're hiring, you're, you tend to get so leaned into the tasks, the skills that they need to have in order to perform the job. Yes, you got to have that. But the greater emphasis needs to be making sure that the behaviors that they exhibit are in alignment with the culture of your company. Hey, this is how we do things here. This is what we believe. Here are some of the behaviors that, that speak to these values that we have. How do you feel about those? What would you do in this situation? So hiring more for behavior than for skill set. That was a very, very enlightening one. And then Colin Brown just had him on recently out of South Africa as well, episode 97. Happiness is vital in order to have engaged people. We need to create the environments where happiness is possible. And happiness for each person is different. It's unique to them. So we have to work at communicating so that we understand what is needed in order for happiness to thrive. It's been fun. I am so excited to have done these 100 episodes, have learned a lot. Hopefully my listeners and audience have learned lots too. 
I'm looking forward to the next hundred. That seems like a long, long ways out, but that's all right. Please let me know if you've got any ideas or thoughts about episodes, things that you'd like to learn about. I'm happy to get in there and do some research and figure it out. But that's it for this week. We'll talk to you again next week. Well, now, wasn't that informative? Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Please feel free to follow me on Instagram at The People Gardener and also on LinkedIn. It's Rhonda Delaney on LinkedIn. If you haven't already downloaded my 25 ways to be interested, the core foundational element of leadership, go to rondadelaney.com forward slash workbook. It's a workbook and a challenge. Thanks so much again for listening. We'll see you again next week.